Well, let it snow. That's yeah. That's all I got. It is snowing so much right now. <laughs> um, I mean, depending on when you're listening to this. At the time of recording in our geographical locales, good lord, it is snowing. <laughs> and for those of you who are who listen to this like next July or far from a climate that you don't usually have snow, you won't be able to relate to this at all. So that's all I have to say. Yeah. And we are jealous of you. We are jealous of future us listening back to this going, good Lord, why do we even bother in the winter? Why do we, why do we even crawl out of our desolate holes? And we're not, we're not Michael Buble. We don't, we have no holiday time obligations. We can just, we can just keep to ourselves and it's not an issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But how are you? You know, I'm like everyone, just surviving. I'm healthy, so I can't complain. I am, uh, yeah, I, I'm all right. How are you? Well, I mean, you're you're as healthy as a man with 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 shingles can be. But <laughs> that's <laughs> good news. You can't catch it from listening to a podcast. That's true. Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for this episode, but not as excited as I am for Movie Men Bingo. Holy sh- shit on a stick! Hey, whoa! Um, it's it's fantastic. Uh, so listen, before we go any further in this episode, if you are listening in a way in which you your hands are free and it is not going to encourage. Uh, distracted driving check out the show notes below uh movie men bingo you're going to want to play along while you're listening <laughs> anytime something yeah. happens in the show that corresponds with something that you see in a box click the box and x mm-hmm. will appear yeah uh and if you get bingo you get bingo i you know yeah that's that's basically no, how it works there's yeah. no there's no prizes for bingo yet 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 um but who knows yeah right the future's the future's the future (laughs) um black mirror so we're doing we're doing black mirror we're working through the black mirror series this Mm -hmm. is our third black mirror episode and one that i'm particularly excited for because i feel like this is the first black mirror episode that really delivers on what black mirror can be um and what I mean by that is, like, the first Black Mirror episode that we watched, uh, walked away from it feeling a little bit like, mm, this is kind of set a little bit too much in reality. There's not enough about this that um, feels sci-fi-y, feels Elseworld, feels... Uh, help me out here. What, yeah. what, what am I, what am I yeah. looking for? With the first episode, the way you phrased it, and I think it's accurate... Like, nothing was out of this world that you could piece all these things together. And although it's quite unlikely, it's still physically possible in our universe. As with this second episode, and I would definitely agree with the third episode, it's it's not possible with the, the, the technology that they're pushing forward and the concepts with the technology that they're pushing forward. It just, in our universe, doesn't exist. Maybe it'll exist someday. Maybe it shouldn't. Maybe it should. Yeah. That's We'll get into that. But it's it's more unrealistic well, as far as real-world relevance or, relative, you know, ability. Right. Well, and I would also argue that the second one is maybe a little too abstract. Like, it's a little yeah. too... You can't what's relate going to it. on here. It's hard to relate yeah. to. Whereas the third episode, The Entire History of You feels like just the perfect like you got all the seasonings right and and grandma's chili is <laughs> ready to how you know. how how gee i <laughs> when i watched this episode the first thing i thought of comparing it to was not grandma's chili no okay uh before we go any further it's time to uh say a quick word about our sponsor monster energy drinks mm. Okay, that was that was it. I just needed to. I need to. I needed to open the can, and I needed to do it in a way. I wasn't gonna be. I wasn't gonna be able to do it in an, an inaudible way. Mm. So it felt necessary to, to just go for broke. 
to be very honest about yeah you know Fair. about what was happening yeah yeah so. of course yeah okay so black mirror can we just jump into this let's just do it oh yeah baby yeah let's go i'm i'm a little bit nervous um about this episode okay because i think i have i don't know if they're controversial opinions oh um sorry the queen's english controversial um <laughs> i didn't pronounce enough syllables there uh controversial uh opinions but i would definitely say i've got some hot takes once we Great. once we start talking about um once we talk, start talking about the roles that our two main characters played and how sure. they conducted themselves and the, the choices and the decisions that they made, um, I have a pretty clear-cut stance on who was out of line and who wasn't and what was okay and what wasn't. Okay. Um, and it, it may prove to be controversial. So... Hey, so we shall see. I feel that's applicable for these episodes. Like these episodes aren't for l sitting on the fence or making us feel warm and fuzzy. It's about no. being, you know, yeah, s taking a stand and making you convicted of something. Well, there, yeah, there are existential questions that are yeah, being asked, and so if you're, sure. you know, on the fence is never where you want to be about an existential question. Yeah. So getting right you into know. it, I'm on the fence with this one because really, I mean, are you, are you no. actually? No, let's go. Okay. <laughs> Just had, had you seen this one? Actually, of all of the ones, this is, I, I haven't seen many. I've seen maybe three to four of all of the seasons. This was, if not the first one I watched, one of the earliest ones, but yes, I had seen it okay. many years ago. So you ago. have seen this one? Yes. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, I was in the same boat. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'd yep. seen this one Yep. Um, uh, quite a while ago. Um, mm -hmm. What what's your like? Give me some first impressions. First, I, your first second impressions. Sure. I mean, so I was pretty fresh as far as this viewing because I, I remembered concepts, but I really didn't remember details. Um, you know, I, I think with uh, maybe the point of a lot of Black Mirror episodes, this made me feel comfortable. This obviously, I didn't watch this saying, "Wow, what a beautiful future society that we can strive towards and have this." It made me feel uncomfortable. It made me feel uncomfortable with what they had and what they had the capability of doing and kind of how that mutated their lives as far as it, the difference from how we can live our lives currently and they might perceive it as better. We might not perceive it that way. So I guess it's just a feeling of just, oh, I, I, I didn't get the warm and fuzzies from watching this and nor should I, but that that's just my general I mean first impression. So there's a question right there and a question mm -hmm. that I hadn't even considered unpacking. Sure. Um, do you think as a society, we are typically good at determining when technological advances are good for us or, or are overall a good thing versus a bad thing? Like, do we just kind of go with it and... And whatever happens, happens. And like, yeah, you've got groups that like fight back a little bit, but you know, ultimately that seems to be pretty futile because I mean, the people with the money are going to win. It's going to be a product. It's going to happen. And mm -hmm. sooner than later, most people are going to assimilate mm -hmm. and, and adopt whatever technology it is. Right. So like the perfect example is, is, you know, uh, autonomous cars, self-driving vehicles. Right, right. Now, right now, you have, for the most part, really just the Teslas. Mm -hmm. And they've got, you know, they've got some bark collars on as far as <laughs> what they're allowed to do. Um, but the technology that we have, like there's videos put out by tesla where like a dude gets in a car and programs a two-hour trip and he sits there in the car with his hands on his lap the entire time and his his feet away from the pedals and the car like stops and signals and turns and like the car does the whole damn trip right um so so the tech is there hmm. um and part of the big 5g takeover is is the notion that we're gonna have you know at some point we can have all cars on the road talking to each other and communicating with each other. Hmm. Um, and that's got a lot of people, like, a lot of people are, like, wigging out about that a little bit. They're like, ah, I don't know. I don't trust this. This is weird. Um, 
I'm on the opposite side of that. I think, I think once we reach a point where all the vehicles, every car on the road is, knows exactly where every other car is on the road and it knows what maneuver that car is making at the exact same second that the car making the maneuver knows that that's what it's doing. Um, I will trust that. Like, will there be, will there potentially be failures? Y yeah, sure, maybe. Um, but I still think we're going to see a dramatic decrease in collisions, especially fatal collisions, once once that happens. Um, so I actually trust the machines, as far as cars go, I actually trust the machines more than I trust other drivers. Um, mm. But that's a whole different, that's a whole different thing. But sure. essentially, so yeah, you've got, you've got this group of people who, who are bent out of shape about driving car, self-driving cars. Um, but the reality of it is that, you know, in a hundred years time, approximately, give or take, uh, it's everyone's just going to have a self-driving car right it it just is what it is and and you know your resistance to these advances in technology seem not to really matter you're just kind of prolonging the inevitable if you even really are prolonging it maybe it's just a placebo mm -hmm. effect mm -hmm. um but do you think so do you think as a whole as society for the most part on average are we are we good at discerning when new technology is actually not an advancement? So are we good at perceiving when new technology is not an advancement? When it's going to do more harm than good? <sighs> yeah, I mean, I would say no. I mean, I think we all, there, every individual has different opinions, obviously. And I think just there's a lot of trouble discerning and attention towards things that can be beneficial and can't be beneficial. I mean, we're currently in a pandemic where people don't want to use a tracing app on their phone to help with contact tracing because they say, hey, I don't want the government tracing me. I, I don't, I don't, what are they going to do with my information? Blah, 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 blah. And you go, well, you realize like if you have a cell phone, they can track you to a certain degree. Like I'm not trying to be tinfoily oh hash here, I know. but it's like, just you using your Facebook at Facebook app at the bus stop, you all the things you're concerned about by using a certain technology that can actually help. It's already it, you, happening. It's already happening. So, like, is, is there sometimes misguided suspicion or uh, discernment of whether it's for good or not? And so, I think humans are humans, man. We always we always fear the unknown. We always fear what we don't understand, and we are always accepting to something that we don't understand the negative repercussions from, or if it brings us some pleasure, we overlook the bad things that it can, that can come with it. So, you know, I, I can't give a paintbrush answer that says all as a human species, this is how we feel towards a certain technology or change. But I think, yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. It's. Oh yeah. And, and you know what? There's so much of that right now. Like, Oh Yeah. Like, we don't want 5G because we don't want people spying on us. Okay, well, I, I, I hate to break it to you, Pumpkin, but... Right. You know, like, yeah, yeah. like you said, Facebook knows you're at the bus stop. Sorry right. about your luck. Yeah. You know, at the end of the week, and you can shut a lot of this shit off, but at the same time, you can't. Sure. And... And you know what? I'm again, this is like a this is an unpopular opinion. Um, but I'm like, well then don't use their product. Like yeah. you know, people are like people are like, "Oh, they they shouldn't be allowed to do that." You're using their product. Mhm. Mm it's no one's in the forcing if, you, if to do you were that. to if you were to read the terms and agreements, which nobody does, which, I don't. I don't, but let's I'll be honest too. No. Yeah. But uh then then it's in there. It's mm -hmm. legally, it's got to be in there. Mm -hmm. uh, so you've agreed to it. You clicked the damn box. Grow up. <laughs> you know, it's it's no different than like you know people are people are getting upset right now because a bunch of people are being um, banned from Twitter. Right. Yes. And people say, well, you can't. People say, well, you can't do that. And and my response is, Twitter is a private company. They'll do whatever the hell they want. <laughs> 
if if sure. they, you know yeah. walmart can ban you from walmart right then twitter can ban you from twitter it's no mm. different you're right. just someone who's choosing to use their service mm. it's not a right it's not a fundamental human right it's not it doesn't a, v- v- if you're not agreeing it, to their terms and policies yeah and it and it's not it is not a violation of freedom of speech no. because nobody is nobody is like harming you no one's threatening you if you, you don't can, like you can you, literally there's stand a million other ways for you to get your voice out there exactly you can stand on a soapbox on your front porch twitter's not stopping you or as an example twitter's not stopping no. you from that twitter's just saying we're not going to help <laughs> you can say whatever ignorant bullshit you want to say <laughs> yeah we're just not going to be complicit in it sure and and to that i say kudos mm. twitter good job mm. good for you for having a backbone yeah. but um okay so my hot take my big steamy hot take i think that I mean, here's the thing, right? So the technology in this the technology in this episode kind of teaches us that hey, maybe ignorance is bliss. Like maybe maybe like sometimes it's just you're just happier and healthier not knowing. Um, oh, for sure. And that's a weird scary thought and we could talk about that. I feel like I could talk about that for hours because there's so <laughs> many implications. Well, there's so many implications there. Like, is it better right. to know the truth and be unhappy than be lied to and be happy? Right? Like, that's that's a whole, that is a loaded conversation. But And I'm, I'm not even um, trying to be s- sarcastic here, but that's a, you know, like, that's a tale as old as time. Oh, and sure. And what the answer sure. is, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Um... But listen, given the technology that existed and facial or uh, what was it? Lip lip reading reconstruction technology Mm. and the ability to go back through and see things and his, you know, some of it wasn't even technology. Some of it was his perception of how she was acting prior to his arrival versus how she was. Mm-hmm. acting after his arrival. Yep. Um, you know, getting drunk and going over there and threatening him with a broken bottle, that was bad news. And he was more of a dick than I think he needed to be. Sure. In many s- circumstances. Yep. However... Aside from that, I don't really think he was in the wrong. Mm -hmm. And that's my potentially controversial hot take. Because because here's the thing. Was he obsessive? Yes. Did he go snooping because of a hunch that he had? Yes. But that hunch was was right. And, And at the end of the day... She was a, not only a cheating, you know, rat, she was a continuously lying, like lied and then lied again and then came clean, but that coming clean was just more lies. Um, And so... Well, and did this so, technology put him in a place where he was uh, able to obsess and, and go crazy? Yeah, oh, absolutely it did. Yeah, it However... Did, yeah. He did get to the bottom of something that was, I, it wasn't, it wasn't even like his kid wasn't his kid. Holy Hmm. crap. Like, and I don't know, man. And he has like, uh, you know, he has, he has a point. Like every time he's being an asshole, I sympathized a little bit. I, I empathized. Mm. I was like, and, and so, uh, you know what, actually confession time. I found, I think just because this episode does such a good job of depicting realistic emotions given the circumstances, hmm. at times I found this episode triggering. Like, <laughs> oh, I was wow. I was very uncomfortable at times during this episode. Oh, wow. Um, 
And I'm a guy that sits through Joaquin Phoenix's Joker with a grin on. Oh, um, like you're shoving popcorn in your face while things are going go, on in go that on, movie. Yeah, stab him again, Johnny Cash. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I was I was triggered and like, which is not a term I use. I've mm. never that's never I've never walked away from something going, oh, that mm. was triggering. But I did, but I did in this episode, mm. and um, and yeah, you know what? So like times where he. He'll say something like, you know, she came clean about sleeping with him, but she only came clean about sleeping with him because, like, sleeping with him recently, the the, the conception episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, she only came clean about it because he caught her in the, yeah. like, caught caught her in a lie. Um, and then she says, you know, it was, it was, it, you had left and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And the way he says it is kind of like aggressive, where he's like, "Oh, I, I was gone four days, so you hmm. you did him after three. You did him after three days. Oh, that's that's much better." And it's like he he sounds like he's coming off like a dick while he's doing this, mm. but I'm sitting there going, "Yeah, okay. What do you have to say for that?" <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't know. It was three days. You're you're married. After yeah. three days, you fell into the arms of another man. Mm-hmm. Like, good God! And then covered it up, and then and then covered up the fact that that you got pregnant from it. And like, so you know, yeah. I think I think he went too far. Sure. In his, I think I think the means. Some of the means were uncalled for, but I think the end that those means were were trying to achieve was 100% justified. So that's an interesting point, because I think the question that's raised in this little micro segment of the, of the episode is, and you're kind of raising it here, does the end justify the means? So, yeah, he was justified in kind of being belligerent and all the kind of over-the-top things he did because... He ended up being right on his suspicion, but yeah. I think his our perception of him and his reactions would have been vastly different if he had been wrong, and if there actually truly wasn't anything there. And at that point, so yeah. our 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 approval of him or disapproval of him really kind of just is dependent on him being right or wrong. And yeah, he he probably didn't take the high road per se, but. Uh, we're okay with it because of what went down. You know, that's fair. That's fair. We are the movie men, so I'm going to bring this back. And this isn't a plot ruiner for a film. This is just a. I'm mentioning a, a premise of another film. But this reminded me of Minority Report with your BFF Tom Cruise. Oh, and- what a douche. <laughs> um, essentially, there's just a technology that they can really like they can anticipate crime before it happens and just the tie that i'm making to this is yes you know with this black mirror episode all the things that in human nature are just kind of ambiguous and just down to personified or or biased memory of how we remember things it's all being recorded so i feel like there are a lot of things that could just be like murder or allegations and whatnot could be easily thrown out of court or proven just with this technology similar to minority report so the tie that i made to is minority report both have technologies that on the greater good, you can alleviate a lot of things that are just down to word of mouth these days. Like someone made an allegation to, you know, abuse or sexual abuse or murder and all attempted murder and all these things. And with this technology, you could really just kind of solve all those problems just because you have definitive proof of every single act act that happens with human being. And I guess what comes at the cost you lose some personal, um, I don't know. I don't know if I want to call it freedom, but just, you do lose living in the moment and it comes at a cost at a personal level. And I think what in this technology it's asking is the greater good worth these personal sacrifices of what we lose of being a human. And 
I, I don't know the answer. I guess you could look on a, a spreadsheet and say, hey, because of this technology, 13,000 people weren't murdered this year. But is that worth it? Parents of victims might say yes. People who are kind of having a philosophical debate like you and me might say, yeah, but it comes at the cost of people being having human kind of events and emotions and kind of just having memories and not having them kind of ruined by actually photographic like evidence of it. And I don't know is. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, but I also think like before, like I think even some of the benefits that you discussed are still not without their problems. Like, you know, and that's like, that's an issue that I have with the judicial system in general, mm. um, okay. at least but, here in, you know, at least here in Canada, yeah. well, in the sense that like, you know, okay, so, um, so let's say an allegation has been made against someone. Oh, sure. Yep. Um, not even, not even necessarily like a sexual assault allegation, but you know, just sure. anything like, yeah. you know, um, and someone says, Hey, you know, I'm coming forward and saying that I now know through whatever sources that, that 35 years ago, Joe Blow did this crime right. that according to our judicial system means that mm -hmm. he deserves five years of prison time. Sure. Right. And so let's say they use this technology and they go back and they discover like, okay, um, did you actually do it or not? 30, you know, let's rewind 35 years. Did you actually do it or not? And mm -hmm. it turns out he did it. And yep. then they go, okay, well, that's five years in prison. Right. And I'm sitting on the sidelines going, okay, well, <laughs> you know, 35 years ago, I mean, I'm not quite yet 35, but like yeah, yeah. in that circumstance, you know, let's say I'm 50. Mm-hmm. I'm probably thinking to myself, okay, well, 35 years ago, I was an asshole too. Right, like, right. You know, just going like, so, and which is different. So in Canada, we don't have that. In Canada, like in the States, they have statute of limitations. So like right. after X many years, you sure. can't be, you can't be, depending on the crime, mm. you can't be charged for certain crimes after X many years. That doesn't exist in Canada. Right. If you, if you F up when you're 20... <laughs> and they discover it when you're 80, right. you're going to do time. Right. Um, and I think that that's, uh, I think it's a broken system because sure. again, you know, like is that what, what, what is being gained other than like a sense of vengeance and retaliation? What is being gained from a 80 year old serving the crimes of a 20 year old self? And if, again, if, if he hasn't continued to commit those crimes, right? Like if, if Billy went on to sure. continue to knock up convenience stores for the next 80 <laughs> years, well, mm -hmm. then, yeah, this guy's a loser and let's lock him up. <laughs> but if he made a couple of really bad mistakes, even worse sure. than knocking up convenience stores, you know, whatever yeah. it may be, he stole, he stole a car or he, yeah. he yeah. you know, he, I, I don't even know what they are. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But, right, but or get, even even something yeah. even as something as even something as aggressive as he was drinking and driving and he hit and killed someone, and they never caught him and it's been fifty years. Has he drank and drive? Has he drank and drove in the last fifty years, or did the guilt of what he's done has that been his prison? Like, is is what is what is the sense? What is the sense after fifty years? Yeah. of making this person serve time it's like rubbing it's like rubbing a dog's nose in their crap three weeks yeah. after it happened the so dog's there's, like there's a what? lot to unpack there because i feel like yes it's very dependent on the crime so some things it would be very what are we gaining here from both learning from these mistakes and as a justice system what are we gaining by bringing this up again I, I think there are some crimes that do deserve their due diligence and do deserve um, some repayment to society. I I feel like the drinking and driving might be a bad example because that's a bit more of a charged charged example. But I do get what you're saying that some things, if someone's repented from their ways, as long as they haven't, you know, whatever insert example it is, if they haven't continued to wrong people by doing whatever act that is, uh, I can get the philosophical aspect of what you're saying is what what good comes up from yeah. being like litigious about every single wrongdoing, right? Like I'm I'm saying you know if we could hook a polygraph up to someone, oh and, yeah, 
And oh, yeah. that person, you know, and we asked them two questions. 20 years ago, did you make a horrendous mistake? And it comes back and it says yes. Sure. And then we ask them, are you so sorry for that mistake that it makes you sick to your stomach? And it comes back and it says yes. Then what? Yeah. Right? Yeah, like I, I don't know. know. I'm 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 of I'm of two minds there, I guess. I'm I'm not quite on the fence or I'm not quite in in the camp of just like, well, lock this loser's ass up. <laughs> um, right. Cuz I'm like, oh god, like what kind of guilt have you been living with? And if you are sure. sorry, if you're ge- if you are genuinely sorry, then that's not then it wasn't that's not the person you are then. Right. I don't know. Anyways, um, I, I, that's I, just a, one that's last thing. I do. Digression. I do get what you're saying. It is a bit of a rabbit hole, but I guess part of this, part of the judicial system. And listen, we're just chewing the fat here, so I get it. We're going to overlook some things while we're chatting here. But part of it is, yes, we need to have punitive actions for you've done some wrongdoing. But also, part of it is is making an example, right? Because you know, if someone robs a bank and kills 12 people while doing so but doesn't do anything for 60 years you you kind of it sets a you don't want to set a standard that says hey we get it it's okay we're going to be lenient on people who do horrific things because you learned your lesson like you do you do kind of have to make an example of of certain crimes and you can't let certain some certain things go there is the preventative aspect yes there is the preventative aspect for sure Yeah. yeah um but yeah, so anyways, like I was saying, I, you know, I think, I think the whole time I was watching this movie, I was thinking to myself, this guy, whatever his name is, um, is the whole time I'm watching it, I'm getting the vibe. This guy's really emotionally abusive. And then the episode ends and I turned and looked at the person next to me and I was like, I don't, I don't think he's the villain. I don't hmm. think... I don't feel like he's the bad guy here. Hmm. I really don't. I feel like although she's the victim of his wrath, mm-hmm. I think she's the friggin' culprit. She's the, the, the screw up in this. She's the, you know, did he take it too far? Yeah. Big time. But, but I think you could make a, co- a case that he did that as a victim of the technology. Because hmm. I'm watching it going, you know, I don't think I would get drunk and go threaten the guy. <laughs> but I would make a lot of mistakes. But, but like, mm. I would still probably show up. I would still probably show up at the house. I wouldn't have a plan. I probably wouldn't know what I was going to do once I got there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would still, I would still, that technology... And this is this is like a me personality thing. Yeah, character yeah. defects. Yeah. That that pers- that technology put in that situation would turn me into a prick. It would. It hmm. it just would. I I I would not be again, I think I don't think I'd get drunk and like threaten to kill the guy. I, in fact, I can guarantee you I wouldn't. But sure. like but I would not be a like, you know, yeah, I wouldn't. Ha- I wouldn't handle it mountains better than he did. Sure. Which is part of the you know. So there's that girl at the dinner party at the beginning who doesn't have it. She yeah. doesn't have the implant. The and grain. it's of note she is of the minority. Like she is. Yes. Very. And, very. And everyone's much. like, oh, like what's the matter with you? What's yes. the you know? Mm-hmm. And then the end of the movie comes and or the episode comes and you realize she's the only one that's free. She's the mm. only one that's not a prisoner to this. Yeah. You know, um, in all aspects, because it just changed every aspect of their life. Like we see there's a sex scene. Well, and this this is kind of what I alluded to before, where yes, is the greater good. You can achieve some benefits as a society for solving some issues but on the personal level like it, you really lost out on emotion or human emotional moments where you literally became like in a trance where you're not living in the moment you're living in the past or living at another point in time and you're not you're not living you're not you are literally right. just in a trance like 
Like in this scene, they're glazed over, eyes mm. eyes wide open, not blinking, glazed over. Yep. Having he's behind her laying in bed, they're having intercourse, and they're yep. both probably different memories with each other. Sure. If it even is with each other, who knows at that point? You can't see what the other person's looking at, an old yeah. flame or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're like reliving highlight reels of other, mm-hmm. of like ste- steamier sex sessions where they had more energy or were just more into it. Um, and yeah, or, or let's take this one step further. He's, he, you know he's into it she's not he's kind of into it watching an old highlight reel of of a time with her mm-hmm. she's watch. she's watching some show or tv show just just <laughs> laying there <laughs> oh but, no, man but, but really yeah but really yeah just laying there kind of yeah. going along with it hard to say feels like she's doing him a solid or something but <laughs> he doesn't want it to happen and she's sitting there watching right and mm-hmm. and now is able to because she's able to have that distraction because she's able to be there but not be present mm-hmm. is maybe more willing to do compromising things like that with her body right willing to be sexually active with him when otherwise she normally would not want to hmm. that evening for whatever reason yeah but is able to like, you know, it, and it sounds morbid, it sounds crass, but is really able to take on this mentality of like, okay, tap me on the shoulder when you're done. Hmm. And like, and wh- like, there's just, that's the thing, man, about this episode. There's just so many layers. There's so many questions that, that open up other questions and that open up other questions. And it just keeps going. So what really stuck out to me, it was a very one-dimensional, this isn't rippling into the layers that you're talking about, which I totally agree with. But for me, one of the most fascinating aspects of this is it is a desire, like it would be so cool to have certain memories that you could literally relive. Just whether it's the first time you drove a car or like an event with some friends or just, you know, like important monumental events or family members who are no longer with you. you know like so many cool unreal not unreal but so many treasured moments in your life conceptually would be fascinating to just say hey i want to like not just have the memory but like li- live or watch that happen and unfold again but yeah. really when you break it down this technology it's not it's obviously and it's this is how the film's depicting it. It's not an interpretation, or it's not my interpretation. It's it's literally the law that the, the this film's laying down. It's a curse. Like you 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 analyze a memory. You don't really enjoy it for what it is. You micro you macro analyze every little facet of a interaction you have with a human being. Just their body language, their the way they said things, the actually the way they phrased things. And for me personally, the thing I just honed in on was that kind of curse where I could literally not enjoy anything anymore. Like I would always, uh, like most, like a lot of technology that the downside of technology is the, the risk is it can make you detach from human interactions, detach from society. This would detach me personally. And I think a lot of people even more because I would have a conversation with you, Brady, and then I would just watch it over and over again after I had and go, Ooh, well, you know, Brady had what a sip of his... What did he mean when he said this? Yeah, and, and he took like, a sip of his monster energy drink. Let's let's zoom in and, you know, oh, maybe he wasn't paying attention to me here. And he said, we, we hope to look forward to you for, for this interview. Like, you micromanage everything. You wouldn't enjoy the moment. You'd say, I'll just analyze it later. Yeah. Just... Well, and that... Yeah, that leads me to two interesting facts. One is, sure. you know, the inevitable... Um you know, the inevitable, uh, what's the eternity that he's stuck in at the end of this episode. Yeah. Where he's just reliving the entire relationship, going Mm -hmm. back and watching the entire relationship, but seeing it in a different light now, instead of being able to just gain closure and move on. Right. He, he, he is damned to obsess Mm -hmm. over it. Um, and the other one is like, you know, so yeah, there's concerts that I would go back and relive for oh, sure. Oh my yeah. God, are there concerts yeah. I would go back and relive? Yeah. And um, 
and stuff like that. And and I I think it's cool that you could like put it on a TV for other people to see. However, yeah, right. Because I've like told people about concerts that I've been to, and of like because some of the concerts I've been to, like particularly the two Green Day concerts I've been to, it's just like a crazy show. Like it's not just like, (laughs) oh, it's not just like, oh, it's this song, but live. No, it's like, Mm -hmm. holy crap. Like the pyrotechnics and then their crowd interaction and like you just, you had to be there. And so like, and, and I've like found shitty cell phone camera footage of like people (laughs) who filmed that concert and I'd be like oh yeah yeah, see but it's like the sound's all blown out because the person's (laughs) cell phone couldn't handle the 120 decibels and the you know um, but so that would be cool to an extent Mm. however I love and and this this would disappear I love the craft of storytelling Oh, sure. I love being able to start at the beginning and add flair and and not embellish, but like, you know, really add emphasis to parts of a story and get into it and use my body language to tell the story and all of this stuff. And this comes as a great surprise to all the listeners of our show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm uh, joking. I'm joking. But but this would change dramatically because instead oh, yeah. of like, okay, so it was the start <laughs> of the weekend yeah. and Aaron looked at me and said, right? Mm. Instead, it would just be like, here, watch the video. Right. Really? That would become, yeah. our storytelling would be, watch yep. the video. Yep. Um, yes. And just little things that you don't think of, right? Like, Like, why would I, if I had paid... If I had paid to go to a movie theater to see a movie, mm-hmm. why would I ever buy that movie? Right. Yeah. I can I can lay in bed and feel like I'm I I can lay in bed and have the movie theater experience again. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, Pop yeah. myself oh, yeah. some popcorn and yep. it's like I'm in the theater. Sure. And there's just so many things, so many, so many things that like so many parts of our life our mental health our sanity society that that hinge on our ability to forget mm-hmm. that hinge on our ability to um or our our inability to dwell on things right like because ultimately like it's so you know there's there's parts where like you know i don't know about like so you're married sure i don't i I hope that's not news to you. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't mean to catch you off guard. Sit down Say, for a second if you're not prepared for this. But that yeah. that, that piece of metal yeah. on your finger. Right. Anyways, um, that's not a that's not a compass ring. Uh, <laughs> and you know, so tell me. And I mean, it, everyone already knows the answer to this because it's mm. just a thing that happens. Yeah. But there are domestic disputes. Oh, for sure. And occasionally, there's a domestic dispute that lasts a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Maybe not like you're not fighting the whole time, yeah, but yeah. it just kind of seems it's not. It hasn't been properly resolved. Sure. And on like the second or third, maybe fourth day, you're just fighting for the sake of fighting. Now you're fighting about other <laughs> right. things that have happened or been said during the argument, and sure. you're not. A, you, neither of you even really fully remember why the hell you're fighting. Mm-hmm. You just you just dislike each other at this point. You're just oh, fighting. Yeah. You're just th- throwing anger, um, and and it's in an argument where someone will say, "Well, then you said this," and they said, well, "That's not what I said." And you said, "That is absolutely word for word the way you said it." Mm. And I'm a firm believer that you know what? It's sometimes, probably most of the time, very healthy. To just not be able to like sometimes proving you're right, yeah, isn't a good thing. Isn't a yeah. healthy thing, right? Especially when it's like you know, especially when you can like take a step back, pull yourself out of the angry state that you're in, and then ask yourself, what the hell does it matter? If she said it this way or she said it that way, right? Does it change anything? No, it doesn't change anything. So who the hell cares? 
to forgive and it doesn't forget. Care. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's just at that yeah. point, it's just you're just fighting to be right. And if yep. you and I, I and I think there's maybe a bit of toxicity in being able to to prove that you're right. Yes, at some point, it's better, more healthy, just to forgive and forget. Like it's at some point, things aren't worth fighting over, and you just got to move on. Yeah, you just got to say, you know what? It doesn't matter. Ultimately, and and you can't do it in like a passive aggressive way, but like ultimately say to yourself, it really doesn't matter. Oh yeah. What we're what we're what we're fighting about doesn't really matter because it's not actually what we're fighting about. It's just the way it's manifesting itself. We're just fighting to fight at this point. I think we're fighting because because both of our heads are too big to be able to be the one to concede <laughs> this fight. Right. I think you've really hit it on the head there that it's really, there's so much that hinges upon our perceptions of memories and what has occurred and it just influences everything. Like it influences our hope, our desires, how we, how we go about certain things. And it's just about us forgetting maybe more hurtful things like arguments or maybe misremembering certain things and it comes at its disadvantages, but it's ultimately healthy just to not hang on to every single thing and micro analyze it. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, yeah. it's yeah. Um, I don't have any other notes on this. Is there anything else you want to touch on? I think that's it. I mean, super minuscule one-dimensional point here, but man, that was super awkward when he involved that babysitter. I like, I felt uncomfortable when that babysitter. Yeah. Hey, come, come sit down. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna, I won't, I'm not gonna tell you whose side is what, but just tell me, yeah. yes or come no. Give me your opinion on this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, just that was uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. And why do every like it? Literally every every house depicted in this in this episode it's like good lord <gasps> right what, right what the f do you do for a living right like it Holy wasn't like shit, hey we've man. got this our... is like a four million dollar house no it's not like hey here's our one bedroom flat that is literally under a bowling alley like it was like hey we helped co-invent snapchat here's our beautiful mansion yeah exactly oh right yeah like, like i'm glad i wasn't the only one who honed in on that because it's not just like, oh, Mr. Marrakesh was, was good in bed. It's Mr. <laughs> Marrakesh was good in bed, and he can right. also afford to snort cocaine with $100 bills if he wants to, because... <laughs> he can. He's living in the bougiest house that anyone's ever, you know, oh, just this man. super modern architectural yeah. marvel. Sure. Yeah. Uh, zero, zero to ten. The you entire know, history of you. Yeah, I'm getting a little... I'm, I still just don't know how to go about rating these. I'm just going to give it a seven again. You know, uh, wasn't a bad episode. It was pretty good. I think just because of my comfort level, I don't know. I don't know what it'll take for me to give a, a Black Mirror episode higher than a seven. We'll see where, where, where we go from here, but a seven out of 10. I think this really, the one last thing I want to say is, I think to define it, the commentary on technology being used to in a way to make us benefit in our relationships and our memories and it's a commentary on technology actually furthering us apart from actually having relationships with people and i think that's something that we can all relate to amen here here so if i if anyone's listening and i delete you off facebook don't take it personally i'm actually doing us a favor Oh, I was, because I thought to myself, that's weird. Like, we have a podcast together. Like, what is he, how are we going to communicate? But, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to, you know, you do you. You got to do what you're going to do, right? Better better yourself. What did you give it out of 10? Um, So, I give it an 8.8. Oh, wow. Um, I find find it super, super, super triggering, but that's maybe just a me problem. Yeah, yeah. but I also, although I find it triggering, of the three episodes we've watched, if someone was to say, of those three, hey, I need the quintessential Black Mirror <laughs> experience, show me what Black Mirror is about with one mm. episode, sure. uh, th- this this would be the one. Okay, yeah. I, I think this one has the most punch. 
Right. It has the most potential to mess you up. And I oh, think yeah. that that's the point of Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, so, fair enough. Uh, we'll wrap this damn thing up then, good sir. Cool, cool. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Please like, follow, subscribe on our social media pages. You'll find the links below. Like Brady said, you can check out the bingo link below. Join in on the fun. Play. Take a screenshot. Comment on it or uh, post it on a comment uh, on this episode page. Um, if you feel so inclined, check out our Patreon page, our merchandise page. Uh, you can help support the show, help maintain it, help it grow. If you're not at that level of support yet, no worries. Thank you to all our Patreon supporters. And um, until next time, thank you for... Just just enjoy this as... Just enjoy the memory of this episode. No need to kind of micro-analyze it and watch it again on your Bluetooth earpiece chip. You know, I find... I find that these episodes, although our Black Mirror episodes are less about the actual episode, and it's more just us like mm. diving diving deep into mm. um, into like some just crazy life questions and go oh, and, yeah. and allowing ourselves to go down some bunny trails. Sure, I, I like I like these discussions. Yeah, you know what I, I do like, too. Uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. If and you know what, honestly, like sometimes, if th- this could have been, we really could have just unpacked this. This could have been a three-hour episode, really, oh. because there's just <laughs> there's if, if we if we had just allowed ourselves to tangent, right? Some mm-hmm. some movies we review and we're like, ah, okay, scrounge for a little more meat on this bone <laughs> so that it's not a thirty-minute episode, right? Um, but yeah. no, but this, you know, like, like cats, <laughs> when we reviewed cats, we started the episode right. and we're like, this film is shit. And then we're like, oh crap. <laughs> Where do we go from here? How do you elaborate on that? <laughs> this film is literally flaming hot shit. And then it's like, I, okay, I don't, I don't, I, you know, should we I, say I, I don't know feces? what to say that should I haven't already said. It's molten hot feces. Is that a new, feces. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's go for it. Bowel ec- excrement. <laughs> this is cat. This is this film belongs in a litter box. Like mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye.